wherever you're listening to the show, please subscribe to the show so that you are getting notified about every new episode that comes out and leave a rating of the show so that other people can know about it. We can move up the algorithm so other people can work on their game the same way you're working on your game. Now let's get to it. I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894, straight to your phone, free, everyday, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. All right, this show is about self-evaluation. I can tell you anything. You have to look at it and really take it and say it to yourself, the same things that I'm saying to you for it to have real impact on you. Dayolday.com. Pretty exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. Hey, you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. Work on your game. Dreolday.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. Are you concerned about the harmful effects of drinking water out of plastic bottles? If you're not, you should be, because if you knew what you were drinking when you drink out of a plastic bottle, well, just understand this, you're drinking plastic. Now, you probably don't want to do that. So introducing AquaTrue, the cutting edge reverse osmosis water purifier that provides a sustainable alternative for clean and safe drinking water. Plastic bottles contribute to the pollution and harm of our environment. With AquaTrue, you can eliminate the need for single-use plastic bottles and enjoy the convenience of having pure, refreshing water right at your fingertips. AquaTrue's advanced filtration technology removes contaminants, chemicals, and impurities, ensuring that every sip you take is free from harmful substances. Say goodbye to the uncertainty of bottled water and embrace a more eco-friendly solution. And here's the best part. As a conscious consumer and follower of work on your game, we're gonna give you $100 off of any of AquaTrue's top of the line models. That's either the AquaTrue Classic, AquaTrue Connect, AquaTrue Undersink, or AquaTrue Carafe, you're making a positive impact on both your health and the environment at the same time. They call that two birds with one stone. By choosing AquaTrue, you're not only investing in your well-being, but also taking a step towards reducing plastic waste. And if you're like me and you live near water, you see what happens to the plastic waste that a lot of people throw away. It ends up in the ocean, killing our fish, making the beaches hard to swim in. You don't want to take your kids there because of all this plastic waste. For AquaTrue, we can eliminate all of that. So here's what you do. Visit workonyourgame.com slash AT. That's workonyourgame.com slash AT for AquaTrue today to explore our range of products and claim your $100 discount. Make a sustainable choice and join the AquaTrue True Water Warrior community right now. Again, that link is workonyourgame.com slash AT. Choose AquaTrue and say goodbye to the plastic bottles while enjoying pure, refreshing water that is better for you and better for the planet. Look, even though this show is about discipline and accountability and doing what you're supposed to do and you know, being on that straight and narrow path, all human beings have vices. Some people like to smoke. Some people like to drink. Some people like to eat a whole lot of food. Me, I like candy. So I like things like my favorites are Twizzlers, 
Skittles. I used to eat nerds a lot back in the day. I don't really eat those anymore. Right now I have some Reese's Pieces on my table and I have some Twizzlers. Actually right now I had a Snickers bar earlier, so I like candy. So here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna let you satisfy your sweet tooth like never before with one of our newest sponsors, GoPuff. Your candy paradise delivered right to your door. Indulge in a world of delicious treats and get $15 off on each of your first three orders by visiting workonyourgame.com slash GoPuff. GoPuff brings the candy store experience right to your doorstep right from an app right on your phone, offering a wide selection of your favorite candies, chocolates, gummies, and more. From classics to unique, hard-to-find flavors, they have it all. And yes, they do. Trust me. Say goodbye to those cravings and hello to a candy-filled adventure. You don't need too much of it. Ordering is a breeze. Just browse through the candy collection and add your favorites to the cart. And with lightning-fast delivery, your candy stash will be at your doorstep in no time is like having the candy store on speed dial. So if you're ready to treat yourself, here's what you do. Visit workonyourgame.com slash gopuff. Again, that's workonyourgame.com slash gopuff right now and get $15 off on each of your first three orders with this special offer for listeners only. It is time to indulge in the sweetest experience of your life with GoPuff. Candy lovers, if you're a candy lover like I am, this is your dream come true. Again, that's workonyourgame.com slash gopuff. You are now tuned into the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative. That is, go get an energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques all underneath the umbrella of one unifying philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is symbolic power versus real power. Of course, there is a difference. That's why I'm going to talk about how they can be conversed against each other. I'm even saying that in the right way, but it doesn't matter. You'll get the point as we get into this episode. But before we do that, let me tell everybody, I send out a text message every morning. This is a message that is guaranteed to have you focused, sharp, and on point to start your day. You want to receive this message. I call it the daily motivation. Here's the only thing you need to do in order to be in my text community and be on the list to get this message. You just got to send me a text message right now at my number, which is 305-384-6894. Every morning when that daily motivation text comes out, you as a member of my text community will get that message. You can even respond back to that message. Might get a response back from me because I do actually read the replies and I do respond to a few messages every single day. So text me at my number. It's listed down below in the description, 305-384-6894. And every morning when the daily motivation goes out, you will be one of the recipients. Secondly, work on your game university. That is the place where you're working with me directly. That's the only place to be coached by me. That is the place where you take the next step. If you're listening to this show, you're getting the daily motivation text. Maybe you read a book or two and you are ready to take the next step in your life and your business. Work on your game university is the place that you do it. Since you're already listening to this show, you already know that I know what I'm doing. You already know that I can help you. You already know that these are the steps that need to be taken next. You hear me giving them to you every single day here on the show. So it's only natural. It only makes perfect sense. It is only right that you join the university. So go to workonyourgameuniversity.com and we'll tell you what your next step is. Now, let's get into the topic here today. Symbolic power versus real power. Definition of power, folks, is the ability to do something or act in a particular way, especially as a faculty or a quality. Everybody wants to have power on some level. All of us want some kind of power, even if it's just the power to do and say what you wish in your own life. Even if that's all the power you want, you just want power over your own life and your own situation. 
It doesn't have to have anything to do with having power over other humans, even though some of us, we want power over other people as well, not in addition to ourselves. Today, we will discuss the differences between the symbols of power when someone has symbolic power and actual power, because they may be different from what people think. Both of these are different from what people really think. What is symbolic power? What's actual power? We're going to get into that. So let's talk about it. Point number one, today's topic, once again, symbolic power versus real power. Number one, power is having the freedom to do or say anything you want within the means of the law. I mean, you could be outside the means of the law, but you'll have to pay for that by giving up some power. But let's say within the means of the law, having as few people slash entities as possible who can do anything to you, even if they disagree with you. Let me say that again. Going back to the definition of the word, it's the ability to do something or act in a particular way do something or act in a particular way, especially as a faculty or a quality. So I'm putting this into more layman's terms, but with respect to the dictionary definition, it is the freedom to do or say whatever you want and having as few people as possible who could do anything about it, even if they don't agree with what you did. So power is on a scale. Power is not a binary. It's not a yes or a no. It's on a scale. So somebody might have a level two power. Another person might have a level 37 power. Another person might have a level 88 power. So power is on different scales and different levels. So it's not a yes or no thing. It's just so everybody understands that there's a scale of power. All of us have some level of power. You had the power, for example, to listen to the show today. You had the power to hopefully get out of bed and you know, pick up your phone and push the buttons that led to you turning this on. So you have some level of power, but other people have higher levels of power because they can do more and say more and think more and be whatever. And there are fewer considerations they have to take into consideration. Fewer entities they have to take into consideration with respect to the choices that they make. So this is what power is really about. And as I go deeper into this, you'll understand this even better. When you have this ability at 100% capacity, when you have 100% power, this is real power. Or when you're approaching 100% power, you don't have to be at 100%. This is not the only way to have real power. But when you're approaching that 100% level and you can do whatever you want and it doesn't really matter if somebody else doesn't like it, disagrees or pushes back, this is when you have real power, when you don't have to think twice about what are the possible consequences would be of you doing something that you actually want to do or saying something that you actually want to say. This is when you reach the ultimate level of power. See, this is the, one of the reasons why you listen to this show long enough. And if you keep listening, you will see examples of this. When you hear me talk about current events and social issues, anything that has to do with any type of social issue like diversity, inclusion, equity, D.I.E., as I call it or anything around the transgender conversation or anything around politics or anything around race, these hot button issues that people have strong opinions on and they are strongly divided on any of these topics. I could talk about these topics however I want. I can have whatever opinion I want. I could change my opinion if I so choose. And there's nothing that anybody can do to me. All right. That's power. I have power of voice. I have power of platform of saying what I want to say. There's nothing anybody can do. So I could come up here and tell you that I hate all Democrats, fuck every Democrat and fuck every liberal. And I can publish that and there's nothing anybody can do to me. I come out the next day and say, you know what? I changed my mind. I love the Democrats. So fuck all the conservatives and fuck the Republicans and fuck the GOP. And nobody can do anything to me. See, I can have either opinion and there's nothing you can do to me. Now, there are people out there who have strong opinions on one side or the other. But if they were to have a different opinion, they would lose everything that they have. All the alleged power that they claim to have or that they pose themselves as having is not real power because they're only allowed to have one opinion. So they go really hard on that one opinion, but they couldn't have the opposite opinion. That's not real power. Real power is you can have any opinion you want. You can have any position you want. You can do anything that you want. And it doesn't matter because it's not nothing anybody can do. They can disagree. They can dislike you. They can come out and speak out against you.
but they can't really do anything. They can't affect you in any way. See, when you don't have to think twice about the possible consequences, that's when you have real power. If you have to consider, hey, who might hear this? Who might be pissed off? Who might have a problem with this? Who might retaliate? Who might be mad at me? And then that causes you to hold back or not do something or not say something. Well, that's a certain level of power that you have not yet ascended to because you're holding yourself back or censoring yourself in any way because you're considering who might have a problem with this thing or that thing. All right. That's not true power. You're not all the way there yet. Again, you don't have to be at 100 percent. I want you all to get the spirit of what I'm saying here. This is not like a measure. It's not like you got to be at 85 or over. It's not like that. I want you to get the spirit of what I'm saying here rather than look at it as a black and white numerical thing. Because you get to decide, really. It's really you looking in the mirror. And that's what a lot of this show is about, by the way, is you looking in the mirror and assessing yourself based on it. I'm giving you the tools to assess yourself and really look at yourself and ask yourself, where am I really at? So if you're not willing to self-evaluate, it's probably not the right show for you. This show is about self-evaluation. I can tell you anything. You have to look at it and really take it and say it to yourself. The same things that I'm saying to you for it to have real impact on you. So there's a certain level of power you're not at if you're holding yourself back based on who might have a problem, who might push back, who may be offended, et cetera, et cetera. It doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you. It's just the truth. All right? It doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you. It doesn't make you a bad person. It doesn't make you lesser than anybody else. It's just the truth of the situation. Sometimes the truth is just the truth. And it's not about it being bad or good because everything that happens in life, every circumstance in life is neutral. We make it bad or good based on how we choose to color it with our emotions. If you work in academia, for example, that means in a, a school, college, university, you work for the government, you work in any type of corporate environment or any other similar bureaucracy, you have this situation. All right, You can't have complete power in those environments simply because they are too political. In those environments, there are certain opinions that you probably just can't have simply because the environments are too political. Most of them, not all of them, but most of them, they're too political. For example, there are many strongly liberal colleges and universities that if someone was to hire me to come speak there, there'd be some students or some faculty who would do some research on me. If they never heard of me before. They would see the kind of opinions that I put out, even what I'm saying right here in the first 10 minutes of this episode, hear this. And they would say, no, we can't have this guy come on because he said this, this and this. I told you all this story a few months ago. There was a guy who reached out to me. He was a black guy. He wanted me to come speak at his college for an event that was connecting sports and entrepreneurship because he had his hands in kind of both environments on his college and university. It was actually a perfect fit what this guy wanted me to come do. He said, well, yeah, Dre, I want you to come speak, but it's not all my decision. So I knew that because in bureaucracies like academia, you got like five people got to make a decision in order for a deal to happen. So he said, I'm going to get on another call with me, you, and two other people who will be involved in the process. He gets us on this call. So it's four of us on the call. And these other three guys, or these other two guys, they're black guys as well. So it's me, this guy, who's working in the entrepreneurship department, but he's also has his hand in the athletic world. There's an athletic director who's a black guy. And then there's another black guy. He introduced himself as the head of diversity, equity, and inclusion. It took everything in me to not laugh when he told me his job title. Because we're on a Zoom call. And we're just talking boilerplate stuff about you no know, possibly making this event happen. It turns out that the guy who really had the final say in everything was the athletic director. And the athletic director was a former athlete himself. And he had done a little bit of research on me, some light research on me. He had looked at my tweets. He was looking at me on Twitter. And on Twitter, I talk about current events, social issues, things like that. The exact things that I'm talking about here, the kind of things that I talk about things on Twitter that people like him who work in bureaucratic environments like academia can't talk about. No matter what his opinion is, he probably has to stay quiet in those issues. And he had looked at my tweets and he saw me saying some things about social issues. He asked me a few questions about them and I stood firm on what I was saying. I said, yeah, basically, I'm not gonna tell you exactly what he asked me or exactly what I said back to him. 
is not even important. Long story short of when he questioned me about some of the things he saw me say on Twitter, I said, well, what I said is what I said. Like, I'm an entrepreneur. I don't answer anybody. And that's what I told him. And he ended up, long story short, I knew this was going to happen as soon as we got in this conversation. I knew that he would probably hesitate to want to bring me in, not because he personally had a problem with anything that I'm saying, but because, again, in bureaucratic environments, especially like academia, especially today, in today's world, what happens is if you're the guy who brings in somebody who happens to be, quote unquote, controversial or they have the quote unquote wrong ideas about a thing, all the hammer comes down on you. It doesn't come down on the speaker like me. What's a bunch of college students going to do to me? Nothing. But it's going to come down on him because he's still got to work there. All right. After I leave, he's still got to work there every day. They're going to come down on him rather than come down on me. So I understand this. So this guy doesn't have the true power that I'm talking about here, because even if he agreed with everything that I said, he wasn't willing and probably he didn't want to put his job status on the line to stand next to somebody like myself, who it's not like I've said anything that's amazingly controversial. I said some things that I think are objectively true and factually accurate, but this is the kind of things that happen when you're in bureaucratic environments. So you got to play political games. And I'm, again, I'm not mad at any of you who have to play political games. I know a lot of people who have to play these political games. I opted out of that when I first got out of college. I said, I know I didn't want to go into those environments. So when you work in these places, you may have somebody above you, somebody below you, people to the left and right of you. You got to play political games because it's the court. And when I say the court, like the kings and queens courts from back in the day, if you haven't read Robert Greene's book, 48 Laws of Power, it give you a good, he has some really good examples and explanations of what that means. They're highly political environments and you have to learn how to play the game and maneuver properly because everything that you do, every move you make, every word you speak, you have to consider who it might be affecting, who might be offended by that. And you got to learn how to play that game. It's a delicate balance that you had to strike. I decided I didn't want to be involved in that game. I just opted out completely and became an entrepreneur. Again, doesn't mean anything is anybody is wrong or right, good or bad, better or worse. It's just the truth of the situation. Introducing AG1, newest sponsor of Work On Your Game, the all-in-one daily supplement that takes your health and well-being to new heights. Now, you know me as a pro athlete. I'm very meticulous about what I put in my body. I still perform every day as an athlete. I got to make sure I'm putting good stuff in me. So AG1 has a powerful blend of 75 essential vitamins, minerals, and whole food sourced ingredients, and it is designed to provide comprehensive support for your body and your mind. So imagine having a personal army of health experts working tirelessly to optimize your well-being. That is what AG1 is. It's a synergistic combination of prebiotics, probiotics, digestive enzymes, adaptogens, and more, which means what? It means there's a bunch of stuff all working in harmony to fuel your body with the nutrients it craves. So say goodbye to the hassle of taking multiple supplements, get rid of that medicine cabinet that you have in your kitchen right now with all those pills, and embrace the simplicity of AG1, which is literally one scoop of this stuff with eight ounces of water in a shaker bottle that they provide, and that's all you need every day. But that's not all. There's more. When you try AG1 today, you'll receive a fantastic offer. Here it is. You're going to get a free one-year supply of vitamin D which is a vitamin nutrient, vital nutrient for strong immune system and strong bones, along with five free AG1 travel packs with your first shipment. This means you'll have everything you need to take AG1 on the go and never miss a beat in your health routine. If a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, then try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash work on your game. That's drinkag1.com slash work on your game. Check it out and let's unlock the power of AG1 for a healthier, happier you. Point number two. Today's topic, once again, is symbolic power versus real power. 
point number two, symbolic power is power that is granted to you by any moral entity, any moral authority is mortal authority, not moral, but mortal entity, mortal entity, such as a company, an institution, a government or an organization. This is symbolic power. When you are given power by the company you work for, the institution you represent, the government that you are employed by or the organization that pays your paycheck every two weeks, this is symbolic power. This is not real power. It is symbolic power. And again, no disrespect to any of you who I just described, but this is not real power. This is symbolic. And I understand, especially for those of you who live in the United States. Actually, I want you all to understand. This is not what I understand. I already understand this, but I want you all to understand this. The government does not grant your rights. Whatever rights you believe you have, those are not granted by the government. The government does not grant rights, at least not in the United States. The government's job in the USA is to protect your rights, protect and defend your rights, not to give you rights. Government does not give you rights and the government, they can take your rights away if you break the law. So everybody should know what the law is. Don't break it because then they can take your rights away. They call that incarceration. But assuming you didn't commit a crime, the government cannot take away your rights. All they can do is defend your rights. This is why, if you remember during the COVID fiasco of a few years ago, which lasted a year plus, there was a whole lot of pushback from certain groups of people saying, hey, it is my right to not want to put a mask on my face. It's my right to not want to take a jab in my arm. It's my right to not put a mask on my child's face or allow my child to have a jab put in their arm. And there were people, mortal authorities, not moral, but mortal authorities who tried to push back against that and say, well, look, F your rights, screw your rights. This is a, what was it? It's a public health issue. This is about everybody. It's not just about you. There were many people. And these are people with uh, high status positions, presidents, governors, mayors, people on TV, people with large audiences pushing, strongly pushing that, hey, it's not about your personal rights anymore. It's about the greater goods and about public health. And we all know now, I hopefully we all know some of you know this logically, but you still have yet to accept it emotionally. That was all a bunch of bullshit because not only did those masks and those jabs do nothing, they might have actually made the situation worse for those of you who went and took them. And this is funny because today I was just messaging with or I received a message from a member of my university who told me they just got a booster shot for the COVID jab today. They actually sent me this message today when I'm recording this. And I just laughed when they, I didn't say anything back to them. I just ignored the message. I didn't even say anything. But you got a right to do what you want. All right. You want to put the jab in your body? Go ahead. And this is what you decided. And there's a reason why I understand why this person did it when I didn't want to get into that. But the whole point is your rights are not granted, nor again, unless you have committed a crime, nor can they be taken away by the government. And many of you have been incorrectly taught or incorrectly indoctrinated or maybe just what you've seen has gotten you to thinking this, that the government grants you rights. No, they do not. Your rights are granted unto you by your higher being, your higher spirit, God, whatever you want to call it. If you have power that is given to you by the government or by the position you hold it at your job or by your professional accomplishments and credentials, what you have is symbolic power. Now, it's not the symbolic power doesn't can't do anything. You can do something with symbolic power. All right, you had a symbolic power of being the mayor of a town. Well, look, you can get to the front of the line at the ball game in a way that somebody else can. Is that something? That's something. That's a thing. All right, you have symbolic power. There are things that can, it can help you do. You have the symbolic power of being the COO at a company. Well, there's a certain amount of money you're going to make by being that COO with that symbolic power that someone who's a middle manager does not have. There's a certain amount of money you're going to make that they're not making. Is that money real? That money is real, at least as long as we keep our faith in the government. I'm not even going to go in that direction, not today. But that's a real thing. So I'm not saying that having symbolic power means that you're a zero and not doing anything. That symbolic power actually can translate into something that is real, but it is still at the end of everything. It is still symbolic power. 
because it's granted to you by a human being, which means they can take it away. So anything that's given to you by a human being can be taken away by a human being. This is why I emphasized, and I want to make sure you all understand, your rights are not granted to you by the government because if they grant you rights, they can take your rights away whenever they feel like it. But they never gave you rights in the first place. All right, their job is only to defend them. And this is why you saw so many people during the, the COVID situation get so frustrated with their fellow citizens because there were many citizens out there who were espousing this concept that the government was the one who told us what our rights were and what they weren't. No, they don't. And many people still to this day still believe that because they don't understand. And guess who wouldn't tell you that they don't have control over your rights? The government. They wouldn't tell you that because they were trying to tell you what to do. And there's a whole bigger situation to all of that. And I've talked about that in other episodes of this show. If you haven't heard them, I've talked about COVID. I've talked about many of the logical fallacies that were exposed by people's behaviors during that time period. You can listen to every episode of History of the Show by going to workonyourgamepodcast.com. You can search and look through every episode in the history of the show so you can find those episodes and listen to them on your own. But it's symbolic power if your power is granted to you by a human being. Your power is granted to you by the symbols that adorn you. Your position at a company, you have been promoted, for example, is symbolic power because you can be demoted and fired the same way you got promoted. Your academic credentials like your PhD or your JD or your MD, those are all symbolic power. In the speaking business, for example, there's an organization called the National Speakers Association. This, uh, many people who are professional speakers belong to this association. I do not, but there are many people I know and respect who are members of this association. And National Speakers Association gives people these letters after their names based on the levels that these people have climbed the ladder of within the NSA's framework. The NSA creates this framework that says if you do these things, you get these accomplishments, then you can get these letters after your name, like CSP, which stands for Certified Speaking Professional. What is that actually worth? It's worth absolutely nothing. The only thing it is worth is the political or yeah, the best word I'll use is the political and relational currency that you get when you're talking to other people who are trying to get it. All right. So if me and you are both in the National Speakers Association and I have the CSP, Certified Speaking Professional, and you don't, then you might look up to me in the framework of the NSA simply because I have that credential that you don't have. But if I'm not in the NSA and you are and you have the CSP, well, guess what your CSP means to me? It means shit to me. It means nothing because I don't give a fuck about climbing their ladder. You climb the ladder. But I'm not trying to climb their ladder. So your status within that framework means nothing to me. You understand what I'm saying? It's kind of like somebody's the CEO at a Fortune 500 company and I don't work there. I don't care if you're the CEO of the company. All right. If we're both in the elevator at the building that we both live in. I don't give a damn where you work because I don't work there. So your status amongst the people who work there means something, but your status talking to me means nothing. This is similar to when, actually, I'll get to that in a second. So these are in the meetings industry. For example, you have the CMP, stands for Certified Meetings Professional. These are people whose job it is to, they basically put meetings together. These are people who hire speakers and they hire the entertainment. They put events together for big companies. These are kind of people that somebody who has a CSP, a speaker, well, they want to connect with a CMP, a meeting professional, because they're trying to get booked so they can give speeches. All right, you put all that time to get in your CSP, you might as well get something out of it and book some speeches, right? So these are versions of symbolic power. Again, I'm not saying that symbolic power means nothing, but it only means something in the framework and in the environment in which other people give a damn about it. But as soon as you step out of that environment, what do your credentials mean? They mean nothing. So you know you have some power when the power comes and goes, symbolic power rather, when your power comes and goes as soon as you walk into and out of a certain room. This is symbolic power. It comes and goes depending on what room you're in. Real power is the same no matter where you go. For example, when my son was born last August. Doctors and the nurses in the NICU, which stands for Neonatal Intensive Care Unit. This is basically where newborn babies go. They tried to dictate to me what was going to happen to my son. Now, all of these nurses and doctors had symbolic power and they were used to their symbolic power because from what I understand, doctors and nurses work very long shifts. So they spend a lot of time 
inside that hospital, inside that intensive care unit. And if you're any place for a long time consistently, you will start to believe whatever your reality is inside of that environment because you're there so much, you start to believe it. So these doctors, nurses came to believe and they had plenty of confirming evidence that the power that they believed they had was real because, first of all, every patient in the NICU is a baby, a newborn baby who can't talk, can't think for themselves and can't defend themselves. So they got power over the babies. And then the parents who should be in there saying what they want and don't want for their babies, usually because they maybe just gave birth or just became a parent. Men, women just gave birth. They are maybe nervous, scared, fearful, not quite sure what's happening with their baby. They will defer to the nurses and the doctors. Nurses and doctors may know better than me. So whatever they say they want to do, I'm going to let them do. So these people who work in there, they have all this confirming evidence that they have actual real power, at least inside of that environment. They kind of do. They really don't, but they kind of do. And they definitely believe that they do. And belief is half the battle here. They start to believe that anything they say is going to go. And when someone like myself comes in there and anything they say does not go, then we get conflict. And there was a lot of conflict that day. If you haven't read that article where I talked about that, you can read it on my Substack. I believe it's substack.com slash at work on your game. You can read that article if you didn't get that email back when I wrote it several months ago. But they tried to dictate to me what was going to happen to my child. And I pushed back and said, well, no, you're not going to dictate to me. I'm going to dictate to you because I'm the customer here. You work for me. And this is the real conversation that we had inside the NICU. I don't work for doctors and nurses. Now, doctors and nurses, if I come into a hospital, I'm the customer. All right, you're the worker. All right, so you don't tell me what's going to happen. I tell you what's going to happen. And these are the conversations we had. Now, I wasn't afflicted. All right. There was a mother and there was a baby. I was there as an independent, I guess not independent, but a concerned third party. And I had no complications. I was in the state physically, mentally, and emotionally to do battle as necessary, which is exactly what happened. And I got my way. And I'm not telling you that to impress you, but to impress upon you. All right. These people have symbolic power and they, their symbolic power ran into real power. And this is how I ended up getting what I wanted. Right. And what I want you all to understand is those doctors and nurses, being that they felt like they had the power to do whatever they wanted inside that intensive care unit, I understood about them while these conversations were happening. Like, as soon as you walk out of this hospital, you're nobody. Uh, you have no power. Whatever power you have by being a doctor or a nurse working in here, as soon as you walk out of here, who are you? Nobody. And again, I'm not saying this in a disrespectful way to any of you who's a doctor or a nurse. I had doctors and nurses in my university, as a matter of fact. Some of you may be listening to this right here. This is not saying in a way to be disparaging to anyone who has a job or in a position at any entity. But I want you to understand symbolic power, again, is power that is granted to you when you walk into a certain room. As soon as you walk out, the power goes away. All right, that's symbolic power. And anyone can have real power, by the way. I'm gonna, I didn't even get to that yet. We're going to get to it in a second. But my level of power when it came to dealing with those doctors and nurses in that intensive care unit, my level of power didn't change no matter where I was, whether I was in my home, whether I was in my building, whether I'm in my car, whether I'm walking around in Whole Foods or I walk into a hospital to make sure that my son is being dealt with the right way. My level of power does not go up nor down. It's the exact same level every time. That's what real power looks like. Everybody understand the difference here? Point number three. Today's topic, once again, is symbolic power versus real power. Number three, here's the truth. And it's for everybody. I don't care what you do for a living. If you want real power, you have to put something real on the line. This is the crux of the whole conversation right here. Anybody can have real power if you're willing to put something real on the line. So even if you have symbolic power, if you would like to also have real power, you got to put something real on the line. This is it. So here's the question. What are you willing to risk in order to have real power? You got to put something on the line. You can't get real power by going halfway. Real power that I have to say what I want to say on this microphone. And in my content, it's protected by the fact that here's what I'm putting on the line. I don't have a safety net. 
I don't work for anybody. All right. Nobody writes me a check. I don't work for anyone means I don't answer anybody. And that is why I have real power, because I don't have anybody backing me up or defending me. I don't have anybody to turn to. I get into a situation. I got to deal with it. I, I don't have a boss to turn to, an organization to turn to, a company to turn to, a government to turn to. I turn to myself. That's real power. And any of you can have that, but you got to be willing to put something on the line. What are you willing to risk in order to get what you want? Entrepreneurs out there, what gives you power is the fact that you don't have a safety net. The fact that you have no safety net gives you the power to go out there and do what you do as a business owner. And it's the challenge that stops many people from becoming entrepreneurs full time simply because, and we just talked about this a couple episodes ago. All right. If you want to, how you turn your side hustle into your main hustle, you got to be willing to put your balls on the line. If you're not willing to put your balls on the line and take that leap. Well, then you'll never have the real power that comes to being an entrepreneur. And you have to stay in a situation where you got to deal with people who you don't want to deal with. You got to deal with some political bullshit that you don't want to deal with. You got to answer to people who you don't want to answer to be told what to do by people who you don't even like. I talk to entrepreneurs every day who tell me these things. They don't want to do these. And I'm talking entrepreneurs who are making half a million dollars a year and more. They don't like this stuff. And people who are just trying to make a thousand dollars a month, they don't like this stuff. Same issue, different levels, but the same issue. If I was to go get a job at a university today, let's say I go got a job at the University of Miami, for example, I would have some power within that university simply because I'm a faculty member at the university. And that would mean something, at least as long as I stay inside the campus. But that power that I have is balanced out by the fact that the university controls my access to the power. Right. They decide to fire me. Well, what happens to all my power? It goes away. See, if a human being can take your power away, you don't have real power. Everybody catching what I'm saying? They fired me. My power would disappear at the snap of a finger. As soon as they say you're fired and they call the security guard and usher me out, my power is gone. It disappeared. Remember that power is a package deal, folks. The package is responsibility. Any power you want must come with responsibility. Question is, how much responsibility are you going to take on in order to have a level of power that you actually want? That's a question only you can answer. I'm somebody who, on a personal level, I have very little respect for what many people consider to be positions of authority. I'm not someone who bows to or looks up to or in a general sense respects authority. I don't. I mean, it's not that I am disrespectful of people on purpose, but when someone tries to, in our lingo, we say flex, when someone tries to flex on me with their authority, uh, the first thing I'm going to do is challenge it. Uh, you don't have any real power, mofo. You work here. Uh, you, you work here. Uh, you don't have any real power. Uh, as soon as you walk out of here, who are you? Uh, if you can't answer that question, then you don't have any real power. Now, those type of people don't dictate to me. But that's just my mindset. I'm not telling you you need to think this way. I'm just explaining to you where this is coming from. And I use that term loosely when I say authority, because, again, you don't have real authority if somebody else gave it to you. Real authority is taken. It's not given. The most real authority is real authority that is taken, not handed out. If your authority was handed to you, it's not real. And it can disappear just as quickly as it was given to you. But all that said, let's recap today's class. which is symbolic power versus real power. Definition of power is the ability to do something or act in a particular way, especially as a faculty or a quality. And everybody wants power on some level. So let's talk about it. Number one, power is the freedom to do or say anything you want within the means of the law and having as few people as possible who could do anything about it, even if they disagree with you. Keeping in mind that the government, at least here in the United States, does not grant you rights. Any of you who ever thought that this is not true. The government is there to protect and they are supposed to defend your rights. They do not give you rights. Your rights are given to you by your higher being, whoever granted you life, whoever you consider that to be. That's who your rights are granted by. The government does not have a right to impugn your rights or get in the way of your rights. And if they do, they are doing the wrong thing. and You have a right to hold them accountable for that. Number two, symbolic power is power that is granted to you by any mortal entity, such as a company, institution, government, organization, or person. People cannot give you power. If a person gave you power, you don't really have power because just as easily as they gave it to you, they can take it away from you. Number three, here's the truth. 
If you want real power, you got to put something real on the line. Real power comes from a real risk. You got to put something on the line if you want power. Remember that power and responsibility come as a package deal. So what are you willing to put on the line in order to have the power that you want? So anywhere in your life where you want the power to do more or achieve more than you're achieving right now, I tell you what the difference is between where you are now and where you want to be is that you got to put something on the line. Until you put something on the line, you'll continue to have the issue of not being as powerful as you want to be. Remember that you don't have real authority if another human being gave it to you. Real authority is taken and assumed. It is never, ever, ever handed out. Text me. Let me know. What was the best thing you got out of today's masterclass? Where did I open your eyes in any way? My number is 305-384-6894. And workwhenyourgameuniversity.com. That is where you get to work with me directly. You want to be close for me. You want to create real power in your life by empowering yourself financially, emotionally, spiritually, mentally, even physically. All of that happens at workwhenyourgameuniversity.com. Work on your game. Dre all day. I have a text message line now where every single day from my number, I am sending out a text to everyone in my community with a daily motivation message to keep you sharp, focused, and on point to get started and be energized for your day. If you want to receive my daily motivation text, just send a quick text right now to say hello to this number, 305-384-6894. Again, 305-384-6894. Get my daily motivation text straight to your phone free of charge, 305-384-6894. question. Are you tired of feeling like a confused chemistry professor in your own kitchen, mixing and matching supplements like a mad scientist with stuff that you can't even pronounce the ingredients on the side of those bottles? Yes, I know what you're talking about. Well, it's time to put an end to the chaos and embrace the simplicity of AG1, which is the ultimate supplement sidekick. AG1 is like the Robin to your Batman, the Chewbacca to your Han Solo, the cheese to your macaroni. It's a one-stop shop for all your nutritional needs so you can ditch the supplement cabinet and reclaim your kitchen counter space. No more juggling bottles and capsules like some circus performer on a unicycle. And hey, we know you're not just the average individual out there. You might be a pro athlete, you're meticulous about what you put in your body, and mentally you gotta be an athlete every day. Every day you're running your business and doing your thing. AG1 gets it. That's why it's packed with 75 essential nutrients to fuel your performance and keep you in top shape. It's like having a team of Olympic coaches whispering nutritional secrets in your ear all day, every day when you take AG1. But wait, there's even more than that. We're not just giving you the keys to the supplement kingdom. We're also throwing in a free one year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first shipment. That's right. You're going to have enough vitamin D to outshine the sun and enough travel packs to fuel your adventures like the true globe trotting superstar that you are. So if a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, then try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash work on your game. That's drinkag1.com slash work on your game. Check it out. Your body will thank you. Your sense of humor will be forever grateful for the simplicity and the superhero vibes of AG1. So it's time for you to save your nutritional day with AG1, the hero of supplements. That's drinkag1.com slash work on your game. If you ever get to working with me, one thing I'm going to tell you is you need to drink more water. I don't care who you are, what it is you do. So I have something exciting to help quench your thirst for knowledgeable and clean hydration. This is called Aqua True, the ultimate water purifier that will have you saying cheers to a healthier lifestyle. 
Now, we all know the struggle of staying hydrated. Some of you don't like water. Some of you forget to drink water and some of you are drinking water out of plastic and you're basically killing yourself at the same time because you're ingesting plastic at the same time you're ingesting water. That's why AquaTrue is here to revolutionize your sipping game. So say goodbye to those flimsy plastic bottles and to that plastic that you're drinking and say hello to the next level of refreshing hydration. Let me tell you why AquaTrue is the real deal. First of all, clean and crisp perfection. You are not just drinking water. This is pure crystal clear delight. So no more funky taste, no more strange odors. Now you just have the ultimate freshness. It's like having a personal oasis right there in the middle of your kitchen. Secondly, AquaTrue is keeping it real because they're all about transparency, just like that crystal clear water that you're going to be drinking. AquaTrue fills out all the nasty stuff that comes with drinking from plastic bottles and your body will thank you for making this switch. Trust me on that. Number three, the hydration game is strong. You are a hydration superhero. And if you're anything like me, I drink 200 ounces of water a day. If you're even close to that or even half of that, with AquaTrue, you will have the cleanest, tastiest water at your fingertips, making it very easy to reach your hydration goals. Now, number four, goodbye to plastic and hello to the planet. Let's save our planet together. By ditching plastic bottles and opting for AquaTrue instead, you will be making a positive impact on your health and on the environment at the exact same time. This is a win-win. Good for you and it's good for the planet. Oh, and guess what? We got a little something special for you. You're going to get a refreshing $100 off of any AquaTrue model today so you can start your hydration journey in style. So you're ready to take the plunge, right? Here's what you do. Go over to workonyourgame.com slash AT. That stands for AquaTrue. Workonyourgame.com slash AT and dive into the AquaTrue experience. Your body and the planet will thank you for it. As a matter of fact, I'll thank you in advance. That's workonyourgame.com slash AT. Workonyourgame.com slash AT. AquaTrue is making hydration awesome one clean sip at a time. So let's drink to a healthier you.